Hey gang, welcome to the 20th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast from everybody at Epilogue. We hope you enjoyed your weekend. I'm Ben Vollmer, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. Marcos, how you been? I've been great, man. Really good. Oh, Dakota's not doing so well. You've actually been sick. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll hope that we uh, don't infect any of our listeners. I think I'm getting something, too. Getting the bug. This is this is the pre E three bug. I get so excited and my body's just not having it, so it shuts down. <laughs> but we will be talking a lot of E three uh, today. We'll be continuing our our monthly coverage of it. We'll be talking about EA and Sony today, making predictions, telling you guys what you can expect, recapping a little bit of what they did last year. And we have we have a little news, but before we get to our news, I wanted to ask Dakota, what are you playing this week? Um. Ooh, I I think I just played a little bit of Skyrim. Skyrim. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you mentioned last week you were doing a new a new character. Yeah, I got to steal. Yeah, and uh, Marcos, what have you been playing? I'm back on the Destiny Two grind, man. You've been playing the DLC. Oh yeah, yeah. The DLC, the updates, everything. How do you like it? Because nobody else really likes it. I've heard they reused oh, a bunch of areas. Oh, uh, they didn't reuse any area. It's a new planet. Oh, I are you sure they didn't reuse? This was a big news story like three days ago. I can like tell you right now that Mars hasn't been in Destiny Two. Like, no, I think all. it's less that and more like the textures and stuff were remade. I don't know. I I wish I knew more about the story, but continue. I knew you were gonna like it anyway. It didn't matter what everybody else. I mean, thought. the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that the campaign is only four missions long. Like, it took us okay. like forty-five minutes. So what what is new in the in the Destiny well, the DLC? the campaign we have new guns new exotics uh new items there's a does new it, raid does it add any new, yeah so it adds new end game then yeah there's a new okay. raid new strikes all that kind of stuff all the hot stuff and um, uh and they added the differences to the crucible now you have ranks now you have private matches stuff that should have already been in the crucible but hey we got it a year later and is this stuff is this the last bit of dlc destiny's getting no, we're getting another big one this summer. Okay, okay. So this is, I just wanted to quick fact check my story. It's, it, the story is that two-thirds of Destiny 2's Warmind strikes are reused campaign levels, and the third is exclusive yes. to Sony. Yes. Okay, so what's the difference between that and what I was saying earlier? Just, uh, just to clarify with people and me, because I don't really know. Because it sounded like they, like when you said that they reused a thing, I didn't, you didn't really specify what you meant by. So it's so it's just during the strikes that it's reused. During two of the strikes, yes. Okay, all right, and the third one is exclusive, but you got to play it because you're a Sony guy. Uh, there's only four missions, and only two of them have bosses, so I think it's a new strike. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. So I haven't, I haven't picked up destiny since i i beat it like way back i doubt i'll pick up the dlc at this point but i've been playing uh god of war Ooh, god of war is so good um and have i been oh metroid prime more metroid prime both good god of war is just amazing like it, it it every single good thing you've heard about it is probably true i asked marcos the other day if it's if it's the most graphically impressive game he's ever played. I think for me, it's really close. 
if it's, it's up not, there, man. Yeah, it's just, just amazing. Final Fantasy 15 is still still looks good. I just it still looks the good. the difference between those two things, just from what I've seen, I haven't played Final Fantasy 15, but the difference between the two things is I'll look up close in God of War and there will be like little engravings and structures and like little flowers that pop up from the, you know, from beneath the concrete or whatever you're walking on. You know, and there's just the scale is ridiculous. I, I feel like the difference between that and something like Final Fantasy 15 or any other really good looking game is that when you really zero in on it, when you really like zero in on stuff, it doesn't look quite as good. And God of War seems like every single inch of that game was covered in artistic detail. But, you know, that's obviously art style. That's a whole different, a whole different ball game. But it really is something that it, I play that game and I feel like the people who made it love God of War and they love games. And whenever that kind of thing goes into a franchise, you tend to get the best game that it's produced. And I would say so far, this is probably the best God of War that's come out. Um, did You played the original oh, three, right? Yeah. And this is your favorite, the new one? For definitely. Yeah. Oh. It's so good. It's no amazing. <laughs> Just throw, throwing the axe is going to be my favorite mechanic. It's like, la you know what it's very akin to? It's the ca like the cappy mechanic from, from Mario. Oh, I see. It's that good for me. So it's just one of those things that works so fluidly. I'm absolutely amazing stuff. So is that Santa Monica? They, they're still developing, yeah. right? Yeah. So this Santa is their fourth God of War game. Fifth? They, did they do the, the, the one the in the Ascension? middle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did Ascension. I don't know who worked on the PSP, PSP game. games. I don't think it was them, but I, I could be wrong. So we did have a couple of news stories before we get to our E3 thing. Um, the first of which was that Nintendo announced its online plan for the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be $20 a year, which doesn't seem so bad. Uh, it's going to have cloud saves, and you get a access to a rotation of 20 NES games that will all have some sort of online functionality, whether it be leaderboards, co-op, multiplayer, whatever. They haven't really talked about it, but some sort of online functionality. So... Dakota, as a Switch owner, will you be paying twenty dollars a year for this for this kind of product? Yeah, yeah. That's for having to pay for online, which Microsoft has been doing for a while with uh, their Xbox and Sony just picked up for the PS4. But those are both what, like sixty, sixty-five, seventy? I think a year? Sony is fifty and Xbox Live is sixty. I could be wrong. So yeah, Sony uh, is somewhere in that. They're both sixty. Okay. So I mean, so that, that runs off to be like five bucks a month, but right. twenty bucks—that's for a whole year. Is dirt cheap. Less than two dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean, even if you don't, you're not one that plays online like me. Uh, it's still pretty worth it for those for those games. Okay. And Marcos. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Like for sure. Like I'm gonna play mario kart i'm gonna play smash like i'm gonna use the online service i don't really care much for the nes games like maybe i'll play joust online with some random dude i don't know <laughs> some random dude yeah. yeah but uh yeah for sure 20 bucks fine i might do the family plan if it works out like that to help out my friends because i do already do that with a couple of so services. can you tell me a little bit about the family plan and like what All the whole thing was the family plan so it's it's essentially you get to share your your online accessibility with the other people, right? Yeah, I imagine like how you can have like various um 
profiles on that, that those profiles can also use the online service instead of having to be tied to the one profile. Right. I so, and they haven't really said whether or not you could have multiple people on it at the same time, right? Like, I think that's probably yeah. the big question mark. Yeah, so, that's definitely the big question mark. Right. Um, so I'll be a, a little bit of a negative Nelly here and say, while I will pay for it, and I think it's fair to have people pay for an online service, I don't think it's, I don't think it's unfair. A lot of people kind of are welcoming this with, with open arms, but a couple of things. One, Nintendo has never had good online services. The Nintendo Switch does not have a good online service. There's nothing about this current thing that makes me feel like that's going to change. The infrastructure is bad. I regularly get disconnected from Mario Kart, Splatoon 2, games which I love. And I imagine Smash Bros. is going to be the same thing when it comes out. So that alone, it's I'm paying $20 for bad infrastructure. Where I feel I get my money back is the NES stuff, which I I would pay who knows how much money to just have NES and SNES games on my Switch. A lot. More than $20. So that's all reasonable. But they did also mention that we would not be getting a traditional virtual console, and it seems like this is their replacement for it. So I'll no longer be able to buy games like Ocarina of Time on my nintendo switch and play it unless at some point they remaster the game and put it out which seems to be their current mo so for me i'm kind of waiting to see where this goes because if this replaces me being able to play all these great nintendo games on my switch which would be perfect right it's being able to play those games mobily would be fantastic I, I am a little concerned that this is being seen as a replacement. So I guess that's my only thing of caution, but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. If Imagine being able to play like Battletoads co-op with people. Oh no. I don't know if they'll ever do something like that, if they'll ever like drastically change the way a game works, but if they're adding online functionality, why not? Give me, give me all that co-op. Let me play Zelda online. <laughs> with a, yeah, or like a speed running leaderboard or something. They could do good stuff with it. I feel like there's stuff they could, they could do. They could, yeah. Whether they will is, uh, I don't know. I think they'll go back on that virtual console thing. I don't see them being stupid and like that's free money. Like why not? Well, the one thing that I've heard is that a lot of these companies, particularly Sega, which they had sold a lot of Sega stuff on their virtual console is starting to repackage this stuff on their own. So you could kind of see why they wouldn't be so willing to let Nintendo sell their I old get. games anymore. But I get. Yeah. We'll we'll wait and see. I I I'm not necessarily pessimistic about this outcome because $20 paying less than $2 a month for this is just I can't complain about that. But at the end of the day, I would love for Nintendo to sell me their games and let me buy them. Uh, and when I know the alternative for most people is emulation, I don't want that to be where I have to go to play these games on my Switch. So I'd rather give them money and buy them legally. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, if they don't let us do that. And so there, one other, I guess, sad piece of news was that Boss Key Studios shut down. And Marcos, this and Dakota, this was the... Uh, the developer behind the original Gears of War, Cliff Blazinski, and Epic Games. And do you know what game that Epic currently has out that is uh, making money hand over fist? Epic 
games. Fortnite. It's Fortnite. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, isn't that Fortnite? Yes, it's, that's not that obvious. No, it's it's Fortnite. It's supposed to be. It's definitely obvious. Okay. So this guy Cliff Blazinski leaves Epic because he says that people aren't listening to his ideas. He leaves Epic. He's he creates an what many people label as an Overwatch clone, but it's really closer to Quake. Uh, I can't believe we're bringing up Quake in two podcasts in a row, but oh boy. it's very similar to Quake uh and lawbreakers and that game did not have success it reviewed okay it didn't have a player base like at one point it got to a shockingly low number like 12 people online and before they shut down the service um and then they just recently put out something called radical heights which was a 1980s themed battle royale game (laughs) and it looked it looked bad like the textures were horrible the idea was there, it, you know, having a themed battle royale was kind of cool, but the, the game just looked horrible. It didn't catch on. And weeks later, they shut down the entire project. So uh, definitely a talented developer, but I think he's just too busy ch- chasing the latest themes. And you, you know what's funny is that he worked on Fortnite, and then he the game that he creates is the one that shuts down his studio and Radical Heights was really just a copycat of what Battle Royale has already done with a small twist on it. So, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for the guy. It's just layered in irony. But he is sort of a loudmouth. I don't know if you guys have ever heard anything from Cliff Blazinski, but he he very much hates game media. So, he would lay into us if he heard this podcast. Heck him. So Let's get him on. Let's get him <laughs> Uh, the last thing, and Marcos, I'm very excited about this particular announcement. What game was announced this week after our prediction? Oh boy, we got a Rage 2 trailer. We got a Rage 2 trailer. So I predicted last week that e- uh, at E3, Bethesda would announce that Rage 2 was being made. This had, I, I'm honestly surprised myself. This is id Software ID, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, they they make Doom. They have a long history of shooters. They made Rage back in the day. It didn't have any success. Then they make Doom, which takes off critically and financially, and they decide to follow it up with Rage 2, which is very odd. But it happened, and we got a trailer today, and it the trailer looked terrible. It just looked awful. <laughs> I don't know if either of you saw it, but it looked terrible. I did watch the trailer. Yeah. Left, uh, Finally. Very, Ben's very on the leaderboard, though, now. I'm on the leaderboard. I'm on the board, folks. I've got one point. And, uh, uh, we're getting a gameplay trailer tomorrow. We're getting a so. gameplay trailer tomorrow, so I'm hopeful. I think it'll probably they'll probably make a good game. I doubt it'll be bad, but the trailer was terrible. Oh my god! I had a lot of people wondering if it was a battle royale, which would make sort of sense. But why call it Rage Two? Right? Just do it like why Rage not? Battle Royale it's, or something. It's software has done some weird stuff, man. Well, hashtag Daikatana Dic- Never forget. Did you, I saw something about that pop up today? That somebody was like calling for a remaster, and I was like, "Oh God! If if all this crazy stuff we predicted comes true, I'm gonna oh it'll it'll be good." But um, so I think that's it for our news segment. Did you guys have anything to add? Anything? Anything that popped nah, up to man, you this week? Nothing big for me. You ready to get to those predictions, Dakota? The pink mercy skin is real cute. <laughs> So there's that too. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> other than that, thanks for listening. We'll be back in just a second with our E3 hot takes. This episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon members. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do for as little as $1 a month and receive special rewards, like listening to the Epilogue Podcast a day early. A special shout out to our Platinum and Midnight Tier members, including Matt Buchanan, Finks the Dragon Slayer, Disney Lover for Life, Melody Jameson, and Drath Josh. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to get right into it because last week we went a little overboard with our predictions and who knows where the wind will take us today but we're starting with ea um who has an illustrious history at e3 they regularly announce new titles last year was sort of a weird year for them because they mostly focused on star wars battlefront 2 which was not good it was a total bust (laughs) financially everything somehow they ruined that franchise we'll see if they're able to bring it back from the dead uh, what else was announced, Marcos, at last year's E3 from EA? Oh, man. Anthem? Anthem is the big one. And I assume, I assume we'll be seeing lots of Anthem this go-around, right? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. they also announced A Way Out, which came out and did pretty well. Sold a lot of copies. Um, let's see. What else they, did they have on the board? They, had, they did a little DLC for Battlefield. They announced a new need for speed. Uh, that seems like an every year thing at this point. And of course they have the, the sports trailers, which many, many gamers roll their eyes at, but it, all three of them regularly make regular appearances in the, uh, NPDs for the, for the month. So they're all, I mean, honestly, EA probably makes more money off of their sports division than anything else. So it's, it's worth keeping in mind that they do this because it gets coverage at E3 and it goes on to sell really well. So uh, expect more of that this year, but we're gonna actually tell you some other things to expect um, this go around with our bank on it. Uh, We're each gonna tell you something that you can bank on for the upcoming press conference for EA. Is EA, does anybody know when the the schedule is uh, for EA? I think it's, they usually do it like Monday afternoon. I literally looked at the schedule last podcast, forgot to tell you what was on there. <laughs> well, okay, so let's just run down really quick how it usually goes. It usually goes, uh, somebody will go late Sunday night, usually Bethesda will open it up. Then Monday morning or Monday afternoon, we have Microsoft, then we have a gap, and then we do Ubisoft and EA, and then Monday night is Sony's press conference, and Tuesday, is usually Nintendo and like Digital Revolver or anybody who still has to go. I'm assuming Squeenix is going uh, on Tuesday as well. I don't know when else they would have space for it. Maybe Sunday before Bethesda, but... I think um, I remember seeing Square Enix is doing it in the afternoon. I don't know what day. It's probably Tuesday. It's probably Tuesday because the last day before the show floor opens is Tuesday afternoon. So they'll probably do that about when people are getting ready to wander around so um we'll we'll wait and see if somebody could find a schedule that'd be good but pretty sure that ea is going to be the middle of monday um i'm pulling it up right now let's just take it a minute okay yeah no problem so let's start with marcos then what can we bank on seeing from ea this year marcos the new battlefield game the new battlefield game that's probably a good bet sure 
Um, yeah, I think they were teasing it. It was going to be like how Call of Duty did World War Two. I think they're doing a World War Two since Battlefield One was World War. I, I think, that's think that's the rumor. Awesome. That's the rumor. There's a couple. There's a couple there's different also, like, things the floating around. Company rumor. Yeah. So I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to spoil any of my hot takes, but I'm gonna get into that a little bit. So while Dakota's looking this up uh, in regards to the to the time stuff my bank on it and this is a little obscure this is a little more obscure than what we're used to an athlete will be featured on stage or in a video and talk at length um i feel like that's a good one though yeah it's definitely gonna happen that's why you can bank on it it's nothing you know no game related stuff i i think ea has a big open space this year where they could do a lot of different things I could also say they'll for sure see anthem i mean we're definitely gonna see anthem yeah ea's pretty predictable yeah, they they are. So they have space though. What what were you saying, Marcos? What if Kanye comes on stage? You know, I oh. I actually met. Well, I didn't meet. I saw Kanye at E3 when I went a couple years ago. He was promoting a game he made. This is an actual story. I promise. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, he was he was there and surrounded by uh, paparazzi. But Life of Pablo. Yeah, was that it? Was the game called Life of Pablo, or was that it was named after the album? I'm pretty sure that was the name, yeah. Okay. All right. So, anyway, Dakota, what can we bank on uh, this year from EA? Uh, I had two just in case someone took the easy way out with Anthem trailer. Sure. Because that was my first option. Okay. We're going to see an Anthem trailer, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, and Madden 2019. <laughs> Madden 2019. <laughs> You're right. We will see Madden 2019. Yeah, it, EA is predictable. This is, this is kind of a trend they've sports. had. You can expect they sports. come out with a Madden every year. They come out with an NBA game every year. And FIFA. FIFA is their and, big one. And their racing car games or their soccer games, whatever. I don't know. Okay, so they I also usually sports. they also have Need for Speed, which they had last year, as we mentioned. Um, <coughs> they also have they, FIFA. They have FIFA. FIFA is a bit. I mean, people forget FIFA is probably the best-selling game across the entire world for the last like 15 years. Yeah, it ha- isn't it like one of the most popular games streamed on Twitch, or it was? Oh yeah, it still is. Yeah, totally. Um, but it kept the PS2 alive for 18 years. Shut right. Us. So it did. Yeah, in Brazil. That, did we ever have that Brazil discussion? I feel like we did. Like I the whole importing. So. so um definitely you can expect the sports segment and then you'll either get battlefront or battlefield and uh you'll probably get a couple surprise announcements and so we're gonna we're gonna try and predict our surprise announcements and i guess i'll go ahead and start with marcos we each have three hot take predictions for ea's press conference uh why don't you start us off we already from last week just keeping track we already have one point and it goes to me for the rage 2 prediction last week from bethesda so a round of applause uh listeners if you will for for ben so okay marcus go ahead mass effect andromeda 2 let's go (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good i like it that is hot that is hot it feels like this episode we've distinguished the difference between a bank on it and a hot take good job guys <laughs> <laughs> dakota oh. what's what's a prediction for you <laughs> my first one is either a sims 5 or a sims uh like re re like revamp Ooh, that's good kind. i think sims 5 yeah th- that's hot enough for me but i think it's a good prediction they sims 4 was a while ago what like five years old now at this point four or five years old yeah i think sims yeah right so four or five years ago 
Um, also, there's been like some some drama going on. I keep up with The Sims. That's probably the only thing EA <laughs> that I care about. Okay. But uh, there's been like weird stuff going on where people in the community actually think uh, EA is killing Sims. Well, they tried um, to do that. You remember? They tr they literally with Sims Four. They tried. They said that if you don't buy this game, we're not going to make Sims Five. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But also, uh -huh. who is it? One of their like lead community members. Um, who kind of stays in touch with the community on the boards or whatever, uh, quit or got fired or something. I can't remember exactly. This was a while ago. I was looking at this. But um, so people were all worried that something would happen, that they're, like, canceling The Sims. This would have fit well like into our conspiracy theory on. part three episode. This was after. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> yeah, this part is, three. like, way up. Part three, yeah. Yeah, um... Well, I hope that they don't cancel The Sims. I can't imagine that Sims does Sims as well. Popular. It's popular. It used it to be incredible. I, I can't imagine it's as popular as it used to be with the inclusion of like mobile games and stuff like that. Because, I mean, let's be honest, everything The Sims does can be replicated in some shape or form. Um, so they'll have to come up with some sort of new technology that blows people away, which is hard I, to do for a I, game like Sims, but... I think they keep The Sims around as kind of like a moot point for fans. Like I think so too. EA needs um, good press. They, because I mean they have like content that you can buy, but the if you people always um download from like online, there's tons, there's sites literally made just for Sims customizable content that's free online. Even right. though they try to EA tries to sell content, you know, in their little shop that their you can DLC buy. DLC packs and stuff. But nobody like that, buys yeah. it. Right. Well, even not even just DLC, like you, mean, you can like literally buy just stuff. Yeah, you can yeah. literally buy just hair, clothes, furniture, whatever. Right. But um, nobody does that because no one wants to spend the money, especially when you can get something nicer for free. Well, so this is another scary thing that I think is worth bringing up right now. After the Star Wars Battlefront Two debacle, where they took away microtransactions, they later reintroduced them, but in a much more mild way. They basically said that Anthem was going to be monetized from day one and that they were going to continue monetizing games uh, post-release. And I think this is really scary because whatever money they're making from those Battlefront games, whatever, they're, it, it's still worth all of this terrible press that they got from it. So I guess I'll go ahead and start with my first, uh, my first hot take here. And this one is, I think this one's pretty scorching for a couple of reasons. One, because we already talked about Anthem which is developed by who, Marcos? Bioware. Bioware. So the same company that just developed Mass Effect Andromeda and uh, according to Marcos is going to be developing Mass Effect Andromeda 2. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, I think that uh, they'll be, they have two teams and I don't think we'll hear from them, but it wouldn't shock me totally if we saw Dragon Age Four at E3 this year and the reason that I believe that is because they do not want to have this sour taste wait it, it, did this team get shut down the Mass Effect Andromeda team did they get shut down no they were just they were put back into Anthem right so my, I guess my take would be that it's not even Bioware it, but somewhere at EA someone is developing Mass Effect 4 or excuse me, Dragon Age 4. And the reason I think that is because back in about 2014, which is four years ago at this point, Dragon Age won Game of the Year awards. It sold like crazy. And we haven't heard from it since. 
And I think it's dangerous for EA, who is really kind of falling short on reliable IPs that they can fall back on with, you know, both Mass Effect and, um, oh shoot, what is the, um, what is the, the platformer guy, uh, Mirror, Mirror's Edge. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I couldn't think of that. And Mirror's Edge both doing poorly. So, um, they, I, they don't have a whole lot that they can reliably fall back on at this point. And I think Dragon Age is one of them. So I think they'll probably try and remind us that it exists this year without showing anything. So my, uh, my first hot take is the Dragon Age 4 will be a thing at this year's E3. Marcos, what's next? Dead Space. It's Ooh, coming back. <gasps> Dead Space. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. I feel that. I feel it. Uh, so I don't even know they they made Dead Space. EA publishes Dead Space. They did after. Did they do all three, or was it just after one? Uh, I'm pretty sure they did all three. They did all three. Okay. Ooh. And um, Dead Space Three was the last game, and that was last gen. Was that on the Xbox 360? They all three were oh, correct. Sure. I've never played three. I've only uh, played most people didn't play three, which was part of the problem. But you know why most uh, people didn't play three? If you have, if you have to guess, uh, microtransactions were introduced into uh, Dead Space oh Three. My. Yeah, so you would purchase, you would purchase weapon upgrades with microtransactions, or you know, essentially things you'd have to grind out. It was horrible. It just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, can you imagine playing Dead Space? and being taken away to like a credit card information thing like how much does that take you out of the yeah. experience that sucks that does suck like it's one thing for like a fifa or a madden or whatever but for a story-based game not geez. good yeah not good so i like that take i think i think there's probably a pretty low chance we'll see dead space especially because visceral who i'm pretty sure was the ones who made it were eventually bought out by activision to make call of duty games so and i think visceral's upcoming game is call of duty i could be mixing out these mixing up these development teams so i'm pretty sure that's that's where they're at now dakota what's your uh, second hot take from ea um i'm gonna mine actually kind of goes along the lines with both of yours where you're mine uh one of my hot takes was a an original single player story of some sort um just them even like plugging a single-player story-driven game. Okay, so they've been doing... They have this whole thing set up currently. Uh, I forget what the it's called, but they're funding independent developers, which is what they did with Joseph Ferris and A Way Out. So do you think it could be something along the lines of like something smaller, or is it a big AAA thing? I was hoping big. Okay, so I guess I might as well just break into this because all of ours are kind of working in tandem here. One of my predictions is that they will show us a single-player Star Wars game. Uh, And this comes off the heels of the last one being canceled. So I think that what we're going to get is... Does anybody know the Titanfall developers? I forget their name. I don't know them. um, I do not. Off the top of my head. Oh, goodness. I wish I could remember. I'm looking it up. They're the old Call of Duty developers. The the, the conference schedule up. Okay. Um, yeah. Respawn, Respawn. That's what it is. And they used to develop Call of Duty stuff. The the people from Respawn. So they kind of swapped teams, I guess. There. Yeah, they used to be at Infinity Ward. Yeah. So um, 
they're developing the new star wars game which is i think going to be really good if you've played titanfall or you've played titanfall 2 both of them are fantastic titanfall 2 got a lot of acclaim for its single player campaign i could see that being something that they announce and so dakota just posted the schedule in our discord um ea is going to be presenting at 2 p.m on saturday so they are they're getting way out in front so they'll be the first one this year which is usually not the case right and then we do microsoft bethesda square enix and ubisoft and sony all on monday gosh and then nintendo on tuesday that's i like that we stretched it out across um, a few days sunday is microsoft bethesda monday is square enix ubisoft sony right so they're all three on monday yeah Monday's gonna be lit. Then Tuesday we're going off with a bang with Nintendo. Nintendo always closes it though. Yeah, they they always close it with their it's uh, a sick direct. They they destroy everybody. And then they break into the treehouse and continue to announce games. It's fun. It's uh, yeah, it's fun. Always good. Always yeah. good time. Shout out Nintendo. Shout out to Nintendo. Last year they just dropped that Samus Returns announcement in the treehouse and people were going crazy. I mean, it was well, oh, it was like when they dropped announced Smash though too. Uh, Smash, like, Smash was yeah the yeah, newest one. The, well, that when they announced Smash at the direct. end of their direct, I I instantly, in my brain, was told we'd be focusing like ninety five percent of this press conference is gonna be about Smash that they'll do. But again, we're getting ahead of wow. ourselves. Nintendo's not till next week, so um yeah. So I think I my next prediction is that we'll see a Star Wars game. I just I the EA has a lot of bad bad stuff to wash out of people's mouths this year i don't know if they'll get to all of it but they have the mass effect andromeda they had you know mirror's edge which was a beloved franchise that or at least the original game was something people really really liked and the second one just fell short uh then they had battlefront 2 they have this whole thing with the sims they have issues going on in the sports game community with fifa and nba live and it's just like at what point are we going to be able to point at EA and say, hey, they did a really good job here? Uh, it's certainly not going to be Anthem because we already know that's going to be monetized. And even if it gets well-reviewed, which I'm sure it will because it's BioWare's team, people are still going to have issues with it. So I think this is the year we'll see if EA even really cares about public perception because if they do, we'll probably see a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. And if they don't, they may focus more on their big multiplayer games, which would be reasonable for them. It just would be less exciting for their fans. I so. think for them, they've seen monetization just work for them for so long. And now that they are getting slack for it, I mean, they've always gotten slack for it, but even more so now, they're just like, well, whatever, it's worked in the past. You guys will get over it eventually. And then they keep going. Yeah, I mean, well, the the sad truth of it is, is that if I ever want to play a Star Wars game, I have to put up with it. I have to. Yeah. I have. This is something I have to put up with. So, as a big fan of Star Wars, it's like, what do I do? But I think, on some level, I got to imagine Disney's going to step in for the next Star Wars game. They don't want that whole thing tarnished. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll see. It's just a wait and see game. I'm very anxious. I would say EA is the press conference I'm most anxious for, and that I'm both excited and a little weary of like what exactly to expect. So. Uh, Marcos, third prediction. All right, I think you're gonna like this one, Ben. Okay, I'm gonna love it. Harry Potter. Yes. Oh, I love that. Tell me why. It's just a list of the games I looked through, and I thought that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. uh, There, 
there were rumors unfortunately those have since been put to bed because of my rage 2 prediction <laughs> that avalanche yeah. was working on a harry potter game and avalanche was a huge studio i think there there may be two studios named avalanche it's all very confusing but there were rumors that avalanche which is a big studio and nobody knew what they were working on was working on a harry potter game it does not appear to be the case at this point um but there have been hirings from within EA to do something Harry Potter related. Again, that could be this mobile thing that came out a few months ago. We have we have no idea. That was actually just a few weeks ago, not even months ago. Um, so, oh, I would love that. What kind of game would it be, Marcos? This is a Dragon Age clone. Dragon Age clone. I would take that over a Dragon Age game, even as a big Dragon Age fan. Yeah, I'm in for that. Hot, spicy take. I love it. Dakota, what's next? Mine was Battlefront Battle Royale. Okay. All right, so that <laughs> that's going to fit pretty well with my prediction that Battlefield will not have a Battle Royale announcement. So I don't think we'll I don't think we're going to see them announce a Battle Royale game contrary to what everybody believes, and I think it will be bad company. So one of us is going to get a point here. I'm not sure which one of us it'll be, though. Uh, EA, EA's scrounging for dollars wherever they can get them. I know. If that means making just, a Battle Royale game. I just want to believe. It fits. It actually fits really well for Battlefield. I wouldn't be upset. I'm going to be upset when Call of Duty does it. There's so many games that just doesn't work for. But Battlefield, it actually works a little bit for. I just don't want... I don't want hundreds of Battle Royale games. I don't want EA to be... Um, you know shoehorning it in if they don't feel like it works so we'll see oh, they probably yeah. will oh yeah they probably will that's why mine was i i figured it was a hot take i guess both on some level are, are a little warm but um i think that'll do it there's a couple other things that i think we might see a mass effect remaster again would get in the good re the good graces of their fans it would help people forget andromeda happened right if they remastered mass effect People have been calling for it for a long time. Do you think there's any chance, Marcos? Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> anything can happen at this point. Especially in terms of remaster. Like Remasters are easy money, too. Yeah, easy money. Um, and easy, good press for them. Uh, I, what else? We're not going to get a Mirror's Edge, probably. It did not sell well. Um, unfortunate as it is, I loved Mirror's Edge, the original. The second one, I, it was just not good. Uh, well, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. We could see Harry Potter, like Marco said. Um, Monopoly. I, Monopoly. Does that is oh. that owned by EA? I think I don't know. I remember having to go through a really shitty process to play Monopoly Plus. That was Ubisoft. Was... I'm pretty sure oh. Ubisoft has the terrible one. Yeah. We'll get to that next. So yeah, Ubisoft's next week. But I think that's uh, that's a pretty fair assumption from on on our part the other thing that is sort of up in the air is the whole legal situation they have with the ncaa games so um the college football and college basketball games there's like a big legal issue they have there really yeah um so that's why they canceled them i mean ncaa was just as is sold just sense. as well yeah, yeah. was always big 
it was always big and uh just canceled um so i think i still have ncaa 07 i think i still have that somewhere yeah i have some of the old ones too i i i talk about it a lot but ncaa football 2003 was the first game i ever owned on the on the gamecube so uh we'll see there's a lot of things i think dakota's right in saying that ea tends to be pretty predictable this would be a good year for them to not be that so fingers crossed from all three of us i think that they they have lots of ips that's why ea is always going to be interesting is they have tons and tons of big ips they could do whatever they want with the amount of money they make so instead what do we see madden 2019 yeah 2019 fucking project like they're just stockpiling cash with all this bullshit entertainment and then they're just gonna explode with this multi-million dollar fucking thing anthem and it's, no. gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be oh, anthem uh, it's gonna be no. anthem yeah they're just they're just confused they don't know how to shoehorn in microtransactions into their original ips no so that's why they have been putting them off they don't know how to make it smooth It'll yeah i mean they put them in mass effect didn't they they had them in andromeda on if some level to it. yeah uh, so i don't know we'll have to wait and see but let's move on to sony um and unfortunately sony already kind of broke some news that's a little disappointing so before we get into that i guess we'll just recap what they did last last year and uh i guess dakota what was the most exciting thing they showed to you last year Death um, stranding was Death Stranding at EA last or E3 last year? It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was first shown at E3 last year. Yeah. I'm even I'll even put as a hot take for Sony that they'll have oh, I I can't remember his name now. <laughs> the dude, the main guy, they're gonna have him up on stage present Kojima. Death Stranding. No, not Kojima, the actor. Oh, oh the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah, I can't Re- it's something reads. Like, oh, Norman Reedus. Re- Norman Reedus. Yes. <laughs> something yes, reads. Norman Reedus. <laughs> Norman They're going to have him on stage presenting Death Stranding. Or Guillermo so del Toro. Or Guillermo. Or, or both of them. Yeah. All or three. Both, all three. With oh, Kojima. So, with Kojima. Kojima. Have you seen his Twitter post about Mads Mikkelsen, though? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I love Kojima's Twitter. <laughs> it's cute. So, oh man, the, I'd love to have any one of them, or all three of them, or all ten of them. Up. I don't know. I want them there. What? I'll take. They'll be there. Oh, uh, <laughs> Marcos, what was your favorite thing from last year? Honestly, when I saw the uh, the Shadow of the Colossus remake, that was that, probably uh, for that, me too. That tickled mm-hmm. me pretty hard. Although the Spider Man, the- when they showed off Spider Man, it looked really good too. Yeah, Spider-Man looked really cool, but I think the one that like really got me was the Shadow of the Colossus remaster because it looked so good. I'd agree, and it was like a big surprise. Like nobody was thinking about that. Right. And uh, apparently, the Blueprint who did that remaster is working on another one. So I'm kind of I didn't work this into my hot takes, and I hope neither of you did. But I kind of think we're gonna see like a Demon Souls remake or remaster. It just fits in with the timeline this go around because. They canceled the online servers for Demon Souls. Blueprint just had this big success in Shadow of Colossus. It, I could see them showing off like a level or two to be like, hey, this is on its way within the year. So That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I would like it, even though I just played Demon Souls for the first time. I, I would have waited. Oh, yeah. Why not? Let's go. Yeah. It's very good. It's just as good as the rest of the Souls game, in my opinion. It's just, it's right up there. Uh, so... Let's go on and uh, talk about what Sony has already announced. 
and this is a little disappointing um they they essentially told us that what four games were going to be the primary focus marcos of our of our e3 experience we had death stranding what else god the ghost of minmusha tsushima i think right isn't that how you say it tsushima Yes. Right. Um, yeah, we got the Sucker Punch game, which right. is, uh, they've been dormant for a while. Yes, cool. yes, absolutely. And that they were the ones who did, uh, goodness, what did Sucker Punch do? Starts with an I. Infamous. Infamous. God, thank you. I'm struggling today. I'm struggling today. <laughs> There's just, I mean, when you think about it, how many different development teams and, like, games have we talked about just on today's podcast? It's insane how much is out there. Uh, so there, there was that Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, what there were two more. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, of course. And then uh, Last of Us Two. Last of or, Us Two, was yeah. it? No, or was it the other one? Death, not Death Stranding, but the. Uh, you remember no, there was, was a Last of Us Two. It was, it was Last, Last of Us Two because what was that game that was a Last of Us sort of lookalike? I think it was the Last of Us Two. No, there was a. There <laughs> I don't was remember another which one. one you're talking Days about. Gone. I don't even remember. Days Gone. Days yes. Gone. Yeah, Days Gone, and it has not... I haven't seen it. It's post-apocalyptic, though. Yeah, uh, it did look like a Last of Us clone, but no, okay. it is... They are talking about Last of Us Part 2, though. So maybe we won't see Days Gone at all, which would be super which weird. Is, I yeah, kind of wonder would if that game strange. is just going to disappear. Maybe, maybe they'll, like, feature it or throw out a little video, but I don't know. Right. Maybe it's not just not going to be a primary focus. Right. All so, these games seem to be releasing within the year, probably, most likely. Yeah, all four Maybe should, right? Is- no, Death Stranding, there's no way. I I would bet money that Death Stranding's not 2018. Yeah, I could feel I could see that one being a beginning of next year. Right. Maybe even end of next year. Because yes. they just announced that last year and that was after the whole PT fallout too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so there ha- there's not even much room for like they can't I don't know, unless they work their little tails off to get it up, but Right. Marcus- what do we we'll see. Were you saying something, Marcos? No, I just said let them take their time, man. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and they will. They'll let Kojima do whatever they want. He wants like this. This is one of those rare circumstances where we're about to see a development team let loose, and uh, Sony is not going to tell them what they can or can't do. Right? Like that's the whole point oh, of yeah. bringing in Kojima. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be wild. That game is going to be wild. We uh, we should all be excited for it. It's gonna be a very, very good game, and I'm so I'm so excited. That's probably I'm I'm real excited about it. The trailers have looked so good too. I think that's probably number one on just about everybody's list. Just on terms of like, we're waiting to see what they have to offer. Of the games that have already been announced, I would I would argue that that's probably the consensus number one choice for games we're excited about, right? And yeah. yeah sure. So, okay, uh, so. That kind of takes care of what you can expect from Sony. So we won't do a uh, bank on it prediction this time, unless you guys have any extras. No. no. I'll bank on it that Norman Reedus is there. Okay. <laughs> and Marcos, anything? Um, a bank on it? Yeah. They're probably going to talk about the new PS4 update that everybody's been asking about for years about whether or not you can change your gamer tag that that'll probably be addressed so i don't remember if this has been confirmed but i'll go ahead and bank on sony talking about some sort of psvr update while we're there uh i see that yeah, yeah. that makes sense 
Uh, okay, so th these are our hot takes. Dakota, why don't you kick us off this time? Give us a Sony hot take. I already, my, I mean, my biggest hot take was Guillermo, everyone on stage, all together. You can't have that hands. be a, okay, so your bank on it is Redis being up there, and your hot take my is that they're all going to be there. Everybody will be there, yes. <laughs> okay. They're Mark. all going to hold hands. Kojima's going to look in their eyes and be like, man, I love this. I'm so in love with Mads Mikkelsen. And they're going to kumbaya. They're going to kumbaya. <laughs> uh, Marcos, what's your first hot take for Sony? I'm pretty sure that NRS is going to throw Sony a bone and let Sony announce the Mortal Kombat 11. So weren't they associated with Microsoft uh, in yeah. for 10? Yeah. I think yeah. we just had this discussion. Uh, okay. Street I, that might not sit well super well with Street Fighter. Right? Why not? Why would it? Competition. Street Fighter is Sony. I mean, I mean they they Capcom have that relationship. Already, Capcom already destroys them right now. Yeah, that's true. They do. Mortal Kombat. I swear that game is gonna get left behind. I don't think. I think whenever Mortal Kombat releases, their fighters have had like sort of a, a resurge in terms of like of sales between dbfz and street fighter and now the hype between like tekken and uh soul caliber it's like where where do you you're gonna have smash coming up oh god i wouldn't want to be mortal Kombat. and you have all these smaller games like uh blaze blue and stuff like that so i mean the thing is like mortal Kombat always does great in america but will it it's... this time I think it'll do all right. Like Injustice Two had a great start, and then it died off really quickly. I think Mortal Kombat will be fine. I think it'll do all right. Top ten in MPDs the month after it releases. Nah. Yeah. See, I don't think it's that good either. And that's, I mean, that's where DBFZ, Street Fighter, Tekken, all of them have been in that category. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think it'll happen. Okay, I like that prediction. Hot enough for me. Uh, my my first one, and this one's a little vague, but I think that Sony's going to lean heavily on third-party material. So just like Marco said, um, I could see them letting uh, any anybody who wants to promote their stuff on a public stage getting the audience to do so. Um, we'll see Call of Duty. I bet you bottom dollar that like 15 minutes of Sony's conference will be Call of Duty. Uh, Black Ops 4? I'm yeah, down. it's going to be Black Ops 4. There, we're going to see a ton. We're going to see like an entire Battle Royale match <laughs> of oh, Black man. Ops 4. And, uh, a piece of me would die, but I'll still buy it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think they're just going to throw down on third party stuff. And, you know, they'll say, like, hey, you know what? We don't even need first party stuff to show off at this point because we already have these four big titles. And, you know what? Here, here we go. This is this is what you get. You get all these exciting announcements from everybody else. Not us, though, because we already are focusing on certain things. So that's yeah, my first hot take. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I have a feeling. But Dakota, what's uh, what's next? Get, get ready for this. While while the while the fighting game discussion is still lukewarm. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they're gonna they're gonna announce. God damn it! You're stealing mine. Star. No, that's one of mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I have an extra one for a backup. Okay, fair enough. PlayStation All Stars, bring it yeah. back, baby. Yeah. yeah I know all the original developers of that game are gone, but uh, I can see it. They all bring it back. Let's go. Wasn't bring the first back. one called like Battle Royale though? 
Or am I imagining yeah, that? Yeah, PlayStation's All Stars Battle Royale. It was. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be so confusing. Uh, I hope it's oh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale too. Oh man, let's see. I'm ready. Thank I you. love that game. That game's so fun. So, yeah, I, I I had that on my list too. Marcos, uh, what's it? Did, you didn't do a second one yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay, not. go for it. Shin Megami Tensei Five, coming to PlayStation. 4. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> coming to PlayStation. Wait, coming to PlayStation Five, or did I mishear that? Four. <laughs> okay, four. four. Um, wait, don't we already know about that? I thought we did. I thought we knew about that already. Right now, it's only in Japan and on Switch. And on Switch. Okay. <laughs> My goodness, are you gonna be okay, Dakota? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, that hot take got to me. <laughs> hot um, take too hot. I was too hot. Uh, it created the sneezes. So I guess my, for my next one, and this is the one I'm crossing my fingers and hoping to, hoping to die for, is that we will get a new From Software announcement. Uh, this has some credibility to it. Uh, there, a, a few years ago, there was a rumor, a substantiated rumor, that Sony had a deal with From Software to make three different... Um, games exclusive to sony platforms and so we've had uh demon souls we've had bloodborne and now we don't know what's next we did on the other hand see that from software is working on a game called shadows die twice or at least that was the theme of it we don't know if that's the actual title um but i don't think that's going to be the same thing i think we'll get the B team that worked um, on Dark Souls 2, and people are going to be furious about that, but we're going to get the B team, and they'll have like Bloodborne 2 or something similar. I don't think it'll be Bloodborne 2, but it'll be, it'll be a game, and it's going to be at Sony's press conference, if I had to guess. So uh, this is... Do you think this is going to happen, Marcos? Do you think like a Souls-like game is going to happen at E3 this year? Yes, because it's one of my predictions. Oh, it's one of your predictions. Okay. Yes. So it, you want to just break us into that? What exactly are you predicting? We're getting a sequel to Neo. Oh, so not even a Souls like you're not talking about a From Software game. You're talking no, about Neo no, too. Okay. All right. Cool. I like that. You think so soon? When did Neo come out? Like 2016, 2017? Uh, yeah, about a year ago. Not too yeah. long ago, but wouldn't surprise me. Why not? It never had DLC, right? Not that I can it remember. Did. It did? Okay. I had DLC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, it would be soon, but it would make sense for Sony. I forgot that Neo was... It was Sony exclusive, correct? It was also yeah. on Steam, PC, but outside of that. Okay. Uh, Dakota, what's your third and last prediction for Sony? Oh, this is hard. Um, can I say two? You can two say two. Quick sure, ones? yeah. Okay, so first one, Little Big Planet, what, like four? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be four. <laughs> Little Big Planet four, uh-huh. or or Ratchet and Clank re- remaster. Or so uh, it's it's one? either or. Wait, wasn't I'll Ratchet t- and take... Ratchet and Clank was pretty much already remastered? Wasn't that what yeah, the last one was? The first one, and they made the movie with it. Yeah, like... it's not exactly a remaster, but that's kind of what it is. So we'll just stick with your Little Big Planet. I want Little Big Planet 4. Okay. I could see that happening. I could see. 
Wait, you remember when they tried to make Sackboy like their icon, like their? Yeah. Yeah, Sackboy like, is gonna were... be in PlayStation All Stars. That's the only reason we're gonna be seeing Sackboy this year. <laughs> they even had a cart game with him, like a little racing Mario Kart. Yeah, game they did. Game. That's right. I forgot about that. I wonder yeah, if it was they were like. I remember when they released the what was it the PS3 like, Little Big Planet was one of their games that released with it. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It, was cool. it was weird. They tried making him in their face. But I guess they he's did. like cute and friendly though. He is, but I mean not that memorable. You know, that's what you need. It Mario I mean, is memorable. His, his yes. name is Sackboy. He is, has a pretty Yeah. <laughs> Master Chief is memorable. <laughs> like the Sony's always struggled to have I think yeah. if they had somehow kept at Crash Bandicoot as a uh, an exclusive, they might have been able to turn him. Because, I mean, look how well Crash sold. And Crash yeah. is memorable. Oh, is it? Is Spyro exclusive to Sony? No. We are going to no, get, no. We are gonna sure. get Spyro, but it's going to be on everything. Forever. It's Activision. Yeah, it's Activision. Used to be Sony, though. So Yeah, that's why I was... I, was, I had a... Because I remember having it for my playstation we'll but. probably have to talk about Isn't activision it, at some point in our on our last our wrap about, podcast weren't they talking about how it would be exclusive to sony for like the first however long but then they'd release it for everything there were rumors of that there were, yeah there no there were definitely rumors of that and then just recently it was um it was basically people saying that microsoft said hey we're not cool with that let us pay you extra money and so i yeah, think that seems the exclusivity, like a weird thing yeah, to do I just don't think Microsoft wants to have another Crash Bandicoot situation on their hands where they get it like a year later and it's already people are have forgotten about it at that point. So yeah. Um. So I actually had four as well, but PlayStation All Stars was one of mine. So my next one, and this one is well, again, who knows with the way these development teams work, but uh, I'm predicting a new Killzone game. I think the lone. Oh. The lone place that uh, Sony hasn't really touched in a while is their first-person shooter. They used to do it a lot on PlayStation 3. Do you guys remember, like, Resistance and Killzone was a big thing? I remember and Killzone. Red Faction. Red Faction. Was Red Faction... Red Faction was multi-console, uh, multi though. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think Probably. so. No, that's okay. I, um, so I think that's... You know, they'll lean into that a little bit with a new Killzone game. The problem with this is that Guerrilla Games just made Horizon Zero Dawn. So I don't know if we're likely to see another one. And if it is, it's probably not from them. But do you guys remember that Killzone actually launched with the PS4? Do you guys remember that? I don't know. Yeah, I have the I game. It's not terrible. It's I think vaguely, because I remember when I bought mine, it was like, here are your options. You can get Uncharted, this or this. And I was like, I'm just gonna get Uncharted. I don't even know what those other two are. Right, yeah. Killzone was a launch a launch release. One of the few that was worth picking up uh for either PlayStation or Xbox. But uh it was sort of their like, look how good our graphics look. Um because it did. It was a gorgeous game. But so new Killzone, uh, what else what else is possible uh at this year's E3? I think is there any chance that we could see something new um from team ico like this soon no they probably don't oh. want last guardian to happen again right yeah so nah. uh let's see what about if you're predicting when, who is it didn't we like say oh maybe maybe they'll remaster something else from their company 
just recently that's not the shadow of the colossus yeah blueprint that's blueprint though so blueprint oh. remastered shadow of the colossus uh okay. yeah they're they're like going around and remaking some of the world's biggest games so uh what about say, maybe we'll get an ico remake but it, that seems possible except for blueprint said their next project was bigger in scope the only game yeah. that makes sense to me is bigger is a souls game honestly but yeah um, that makes sense. Oh, heavy metal. Now, who would be like, yeah, heavy metal bigger than Shadow of the Colossus? You know what I mean? Like, who would who would do that? It'd be a game. It'd be there. Um, Fat Princess. Let's go. You remember yeah. David Jaffe? What does he work on now? He was the guy who made heavy metal games. I don't remember. I have no idea what he works on now. But uh, let's see. What else? What about a, a kart racing game? We talked about it a little bit with Sackboy. You Sack mean Boy. heavy metal? No, not heavy metal. <laughs> uh, like a, a themed kart racing oh, game. Oh, wait, is heavy metal like, it's like a little, like, it's like dark and old, not spooky, but I played it as a kid and it was spooky for me as a kid. Yeah, it sweet, like, sweet tooth and all that. Yeah, it had like, scare, I remember a spooky ass clown car. Yep. Yeah, sweet tooth. That's it. Mm -hmm. I remember that game as a kid. My uncle used to let me play it because... They he wasn't. They haven't had a new one in a while, but I do remember the first E3 I ever watched. They were bringing it to the PS3, so that was the he thing. Yeah. He wasn't a good influence on me, my uncle. <laughs> uh, I so, okay. So, Kart Racer. Um, what else? Uh, Jack and Daxter. What about Jack and Daxter? That'd be a good one. Or Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. Or. Yeah. Bring back Devil more of these oldies. Devil May Cry. Devil but May Cry. Devil May Cry is happening, but not a Sony exclusive. There's no way. No, it won't be a Sony exclusive, but they can probably, like, nab it. Eh. Uh, Maybe. We know Devil May Cry is happening, though, already, right? Like, that was a confirmed thing? Or it, is it just still in that... The rumor that's definitely a happening? Rumor. Okay. Rumor. Uh, well, just like the Spyro thing was a rumor a few, yeah. <laughs> a few months ago. Um, there... I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else. Uh, maybe Demon Souls Two, but that kind of falls under the From Software. Yeah. So. I don't know. Sony's weird. What about Demon Souls Two, and it comes packaged with a Demon Souls remaster? Oh, that's a what little if, too much for me to bear. My dad, <laughs> my my dad would like a Duke Nukem, another Duke Nukem. No, we're <laughs> Duke Nukem came out for everything last gen, so I the doubt it's game. yeah. Yeah, but he would really like another Duke Nukem. Well, Sony, if you're listening, I... we have one person <laughs> in the entire world who wants another Duke Nukem game. Yo, that's all they need, though. They all all they need is that one guy. Right. <laughs> My dad's that guy. I remember when it came out, he was like, "Oh, Duke Nukem." I'm like, "Dad, this looks terrible." <laughs> it was like the worst reviewed game of last gen. Uh, okay. Any anything else off the top of your head? That I think sniffing bugs. Oh, I remember that being a thing. What about a new Uncharted game? Is Uncharted put to bed for a while after Lost Legacy? Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. If anything, Drake's done. Like he's done. He retired. I have to mention have you it. Played Uncharted I Four. I I have played yes, Uncharted Four. Okay. Yes. Uh, I have to mention this. Dark Cloud Three or oh, or what? Chrono, a Chrono game. Nah, 
No, that's not going to be at Sony. That's going to be at Square Enix. And if they're going to release a Chrono game, it's going to be on all platforms. You think so? Okay, fair yeah, enough. Pretty sure on that. Pretty sure, yeah. but not positive. I'm not 100% because anything can happen in Square Enix. They do some weird stuff. Uh, but yeah, we'll have we'll definitely have a, a conversation about about franchises we think that'll come back that aren't under the six that we're doing. I guess seven now with Square Enix. So we'll still have stuff from like Activision and all that, so we can talk about it um, in a, in two weeks' time. But I think that's gonna do it for our our Sony uh, predictions podcast. Is there any anything else that you guys can think of off the top of your head that we may? Even if there's like a slim one percent chance of seeing at Sony's press conference, I'm ready for. No, God, get that out of there. No, what if it happens though? It won't. I can promise. I will make a bet. You want to make a bet on this podcast that there not only is there zero chance that. Well, God, I could see them announcing DLC characters. (laughs) They're gonna announce like X, all the rest of the X Men characters or something. There's still a rumor floating around that MVCI is going to get an update. There, there's talk. There's who would put about. that on their press conference though? Okay, I'll say it. I'll I would bet fifty dollars. <laughs> you only have to pay me five if they show off MVCI at Sony's press conference. Deal. All right. All right. All right. I will give you fifty bucks if they do. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. We're also going to see something Fortnite related at E3. We'll we'll see that, but that's not going to be a Sony or Xbox or maybe it'll be a Nintendo thing. <laughs> They're definitely going to announce <laughs> Fortnite for no. the Switch at Fortnite E3. Oh, that they are for cool. sure. Yeah. They're going to be like they'll have some dumb commercial where they're like, "Don't you wish I could we could play Fortnite on the on the go and they'll be like, "Now you can." <laughs> It'll be Reggie. Yeah, Reggie will be playing Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely gonna happen. But he's um, gonna put on a Mario skin, and everybody's just gonna go. Oh my god, people are gonna go bananas! It's gonna happen for sure. Imagine Reggie showing up in a in a John Wick skin, (laughs) in a John Wick (laughs) outfit to announce Fortnite. (laughs) I I I actually need this to happen. I would cry. Oh goodness. So I think, yeah, I think that'll, uh, with that, we've officially reached the deep end of our, of our talk today. Uh, I do have a quick trivia question for you guys, if you're, if you're good for that. Uh, Dakota's still two points behind, so Marcos will go first. Uh, whoever's closer wins. What year did the PlayStation originally release, Marcos? The PlayStation? Yep. Uh, 1991. Okay. Dakota? Um, I will say... Uh, 1996. 1994. Dakota wins by a... Wow, wow it was really close. Yeah, 1994. That was I, really close. Yeah, I expected yeah. it to be closer to Dakota's. Well, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I guess... I don't remember... I mean, I remember I was just a baby at this point but like it's weird because i remember my family buying a playstation one at some point and we played the rugrats games on it so me too that's what i I have vivid memories memories i was like huh i i played the ps1 did you play angelica's fashion show no i would always do the mini golf game yeah the rugrats in paris it It was good it was good and then there was like this weird game with lobsters and there's lobsters running around a grocery store i don't know (laughs) 
Rugrats game is GOAT, though. I also yeah, have really the Wild good. Thornberries game in the in the Lamb Before Time game. Also, all um, games. Me and my sister would play Final Fantasy VII. That was our PlayStation 1 experience. Oh, well, not all of us play critically acclaimed games at the age of, like, four, okay, Marcos? <laughs> not, yeah. all, not all of us had the mental <laughs> capacity to handle things like Final I Fantasy. I just watched her do shit, and I was like, yo, what's a limit break? And she was like, yo, check this shit out. And I'm like, oh, dude, this is dope. Did you speak like that when you were, like, three years old? (laughs) (laughs) This shit is dope. (laughs) I like to imagine that you do. I like to imagine that you you did when you were three years old. All right, that's going to be it. Where can can we find you guys? Dakota, go ahead. Uh, On Twitter at... Oh. At the Empress, there's a three in there somewhere, but you gotta you gotta find it. Ooh, gotta figure my it nose out. is itching again. Uh oh. Mute yourself before the sneeze attack. I'm Marcos. <laughs> Where can we find you? Yo, Marcos come on on Twitter, TwinkiePad37, I'm the cute one. Oh. <laughs> my name's my name's Ben Volmer. You can find me at Benjamin Plays. I just redid all my stream stuff. I redid all my stream stuff. Uh, yeah, now you got like a cute little boy up on your thing. Yeah, it's supposed to resemble like 90s cartoons. So, you know, like the Ash Ketchums of the world. Uh, yeah, the I definitely see it. Cool. Well, um, what'd you say, Marcus? Windjammers, man. Yeah, Windjammers. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully people are enjoying that. Um, I'm playing through Metroid Prime. Uh, if you want to swing by, I start at 9 p.m on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, and I do afternoon streams on Monday. Uh, I do a new segment called Trailer Talk, where we just talk about, we watch trailers and stream and talk about them. This week had three trailers, Rage 2, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, and uh, what was the third one? Atomic Heart. Did you guys see the Atomic Heart trailer? Looked really cool, Dakota, you'd love it. You'd love it, Dakota. Go go check it out. That sounds like a Joan Jett movie. It's it's not. It's more of like a Soviet near near automata type experience. Seriously, go. It's weird. You have to go see it. Um, Let's all watch it together right now. Okay. Well, before we do that, I must bid our audience farewell. Thanks again for listening. Episode twenty. We made it twenty episodes. Pretty good. Uh, consider subscribing for a dollar on our Patreon account if you want to see twenty more episodes. I'm sure uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to 40. Hopefully, my my big thing was if we ever get to 100, then we know we've had success. Uh, so check us out at uh, patreon.com slash epiloggaming. Thanks for all those who do support. You do get the podcast a day early now. So if you are a $1 or above Patreon subscriber, you can find us a day early. So we'll see you guys on Tuesday. For everybody else, Wednesday. And we'll be back next week with our... What are we doing next week, Marcos? Nintendo and Ubisoft. We are. Yeah, those are the yeah. two things we're doing next. So uh, look forward to that. And then we'll we'll do a wrap-up before E3. And, of course, uh, after E3, we'll come back with all of our fiery takes on, on what happened and what was announced. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. Have a wonderful week. This trailer is really cool. Oh, yeah. It is really cool. Okay. I like the music that they're playing with it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like Soviet music? Yeah, probably. Uh. Oh. All right. That was cool.